Um, I've got to let you know, uh, in addition to the dates that I have coming up that I'm going to say at the top of the show, San Francisco, October 26th, just went on sale today. So if you can buy tickets to that San Francisco, October 26th, Cobb's Comedy Club. But that's not the reason I'm coming on here, truthfully. Uh, the reason I'm coming on and interrupting the beginning of the show is because, um, Unfortunately, I taped this show earlier than I normally would because I was coming home here to Buffalo, um, see my friends and family a little bit, do my fantasy football draft, which is very important to me. And um, upon arriving, I was faced with the news that uh, Rick Jenneret has passed away. And man, I am absolutely gutted to the, I mean, I couldn't have the show happen without acknowledging this because I mean this man is the soundtrack to my childhood I mean I wouldn't be doing the things that I do today if it weren't for Rick Jenneret I mean I was a little kid and I would play you know NHL 95 I remember vividly playing NHL 95 on Sega Genesis screaming to the top of my lungs, pretending I was Rick Jenneret calling the games and my mom yelling at me <laughs> from the other room being like, what the hell are you doing? Uh, I remember playing roller hockey in my driveway with my friends and uh, doing the same thing. And I mean, it's just, uh, it's brutal. That he, I mean, he was 81 years old. He had a great life. Um... You know, my thoughts and good vibes are with his family and friends, of course. And it is kind of bittersweet being here in Buffalo when this happens. I don't like being, like, arriving here and having that be the thing I arrive to the city for. But it is nice to be here to kind of mourn with the city. You know, um, over at the Key Bank Center, I'm staying just kind of... I'm staying kind of nearby there. I'm staying downtown. And, um... At the Key Bank Center, they have already put up some memorial things and people are putting out flowers and stuff. And the sounds of Rick Jenneret are just like echoing through the streets because they're playing them on the like speakers outside the stadium. So that's been really nice. It's kind of crazy. I mean, just you go outside, you can just kind of hear it. And, uh, it's, you know, I know many of you, obviously, not hockey fans, not even, I mean, you're not Sabres fans, let alone, you know. No one even watches fucking hockey. But, uh, you know, this guy meant a great deal to me, and so I couldn't let the show go on without acknowledging it. Um, so I wanted to come on here and kind of just tell you and say something about it because, boy, oh, boy, did he have an impact on my life. So here's to Rick Jenner. Thanks for letting me get that out. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy. Welcome back to another episode of the Josh Potter Show. Solo dolo today with Kirsten by my side. We have Alex and Milo here as well. 
And I want to let you know, we have a show that we just announced, two shows as a matter of fact, on September 23rd, going to be in Portland, Oregon at the old Siren Theater up there. Tickets are on sale now. Then beyond that, after Skank Fest on September 29th through October 1st, we're going to be at uh, Pottstown, PA in Soul Joel's July, or uh, excuse me, October 20th and 21st, and then October 29th, Seattle, Washington. That just went on sale as well. That just announced, like I said, going to be filling in some things here and there. And then tickets later on in the year, we have December 1st through 3rd, La Jolla Comedy Store. And around Christmas time, we're going to have Tampa Bay. So those tickets are on sale as well. Get them all up on my Instagram at Josh underscore Potter or on Twitter at J underscore Potter. Links in the description. All that kind of thing. Also, make sure you're uh, sending things in. Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. That's where uh, Griff Parker sent this in. That's where the Roach Reporters. We have a stack of news to get to today. So let us get into it. Oh, my Lord. I'm sorry. I am I was outside smoking, and we almost lit the building on fire. Almost. I don't know that. I'm assuming I did it. I think it might have been you because I was out there for a few seconds, and then I saw the smoke coming out. Yeah, so a planter was, like, basically on fire, and Kirsten put it out like a firefighter. But now I smell like a bonfire. I smell like I went camping. And also... My lungs are like congested. I was just doing my intro, and as I tried to inhale, I'm like, "Do you hear it? Could you hear it before?" <clears throat> I feel like I was wheezing. I gotta like clear my throat. <laughs> it was straight, just like <coughs> cigarette and soil smoke. So, <coughs> yeah. All right, now I'm good. So if that was annoying for you, it was <laughs> annoying for me. I'll tell you what. I don't know if you could hear it out there in Radio Land, but it, hell, it was bothersome to me. That's for damn sure. Well, I did a lot of sports last week with our guest, Michael Turner. I want to thank him for coming in again. Make sure you go check him out if you're around and about an away game for the Bengals. But we did so much sports last week. I thought we would get really deep into the news because we have a stack of stuff sent in from Roach reporters. Again, joshpottershow at gmail.com is where you can send things in. And also, I mean, this stack keeps getting big. I don't even know if we'll get into the stack over here. But boy, oh boy, it gets thicker and thicker by the week. And we have to do some... Spring clean, or well, I guess it's summertime now and almost not even summertime anymore. We got to do some cleaning on this guy. So we have to have a day, Kirsten, where we just go through this guy. Thank you. I wanted it to make a loud sound on our microphones for the effect of how full this is. We'll put it in post. All right. You think, can you embellish it a little bit more? Yeah. All right. Good. I don't know what the heck that was. Well, let's go right to the stack. T-Bone has been sending in many uh, articles involving airplanes. Air travel has been just uh, the name of the game as far as top headlines go, not only with the delays and all the strikes of city employees here in Los Angeles affecting air travel out of L.A., but the fact that crazy people are flying on planes and evidently people cannot get through a commercial flight in the United States, a domestic flight without (laughs) evidently. Let's see what this this story is from uh, T-Bone. It says, this should probably be listed in everyone's top five worst nightmares while on a flight. Well, I just named a few nightmares. <clears throat> Does it involve a guy on the plane? I'm, I, we are not out of the nice boy clock yet, but I, uh, so I mean, beep these references to self-pleasure. But if as long as that's not happening on a plane, I can kind of look past other scenarios typically. 
What did you? What are your nightmares? You've been traveling quite a bit lately. Yeah, it has been nightmares at times. Um, people playing their phones out loud. Oh just my outrageous God. to me. I don't understand. Those people need to be put into camps, a la <laughs> Nazi style. I mean, those people do not deserve to be amongst other humans, like animals in a cage, and even should be treated worse than animals. I mean, what's low? What's a lower form of? I mean, we I, they just should be tortured and killed, really, at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Man, this is a nice boy clock is. <laughs> I really, when I'm alone, usually I'm keeping the guest on task when it comes to the nice boy clock. I can't even keep myself on task when I'm unbridled and alone. We're trying to pull a show out here, that's all. But so, yes, the people that play sounds on their phones. People well, who kick the back of your seat repeatedly. Well, we talked about that a little bit last week with the restless leg syndrome. And I, I actually do have that, mm-hmm. but I'm not kicking people's seats. Right. You have some self-awareness about it. And yeah. I do, too. I used to have it worse before I started doing drugs. <laughs> I would have it all the time. And uh, I wouldn't even notice it. And then my father used to yell at me about it. And that would make me more self-conscious, and I would be doing it even more, you know? Usually when people point it out. So I've never been one to be like, hey, could you stop that when someone's restless leg is shaking me? I try to, like, be Buddhist about it, have a little bit of Zen. But yeah, the kicking of the seat, I give them a couple of tries. What's your threshold for saying something? <clears throat> well, the last slide I was on, I, I didn't say anything, but I did recline really hard a few times, thinking that like it was an adult behind me. I do that um, too. You go, and then you try to like come back up and yeah. give that little buffer space so they're like, whoa, okay. Yeah, so I, I really put my back into that one a couple of times, thinking it was an adult behind me, and then as we were getting up and leaving the plane, I realized it was like a seven-year-old that I was kind of bullying. That makes it worse, though. When it's a child and they're next to their parent, if I'm their parent, I'm really leery of, like, whatever they're doing. So if I notice my kid's, like, kicking a seat, I'm like, will you, you're going to get us, you're going to get me killed. That guy's going to turn around and beat the shit out of me. Will you fucking stop? He's not going to beat you. I'll beat you. (laughs) I don't have a kid, folks. God, we're not even close to the nice boy clock ending, and I'm—I've really gone the—I've really run the gambit here. Murder, child abuse, pedophilia, probably somewhere. I'm sure. I said that one in there. So, anything else uh, strike your eye? Uh, yeah. One, one last thing. If you yeah. get up from your seat before the seat in front of you has deplaned, you should be required to like be IQ tested. Like at the end facility. of the flight. Yeah, people who get up in like row thirty and think that they're gonna make it out before like row twelve. Yeah, they don't even, Stop. like, try to run up or anything. They just stand in the aisle. And it's like, what do you think's going to happen here? Do you think the fir- f- it's whoever stands up first gets to get off first? I mean, that's a age-old intelligence test is to see who stands up at the end of a flight. Now, if you're just standing up because your legs are cramped or whatever, that's one thing. But if you're standing up and getting into the aisle and, like, what's going on? It's like you, you don't know how to even function and humanity you're almost as bad as the people playing sounds out of their phones <laughs> yeah. who i'm gonna put on trains if i ever get into any sort of place of power well let's see what happened here this says this ranks this story as a top five worst nightmare while on a flight a passenger poured soda on another passenger's smelly feet when they were placed under his seat in a video on tiktok that's gone viral now i would venture to guess depending on the soda you're going to make only matters worse as far as smell goes, right? Yeah. Diet Pepsi, Probably. Diet Coke smells awful when it's spilled, I think. 
smells weird at the very least. You mix that with whatever this foot smells like. Now it was under his seat. That's just, hey man, you need to evaluate your place in life evidently. If you're sitting in the coach area and people are putting their smelly feet under you, that's where you go, I need to do better so that I don't sit amongst these animals anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Also, you can just keep your shoes on. No, of course. (laughs) That's the other thing. People should keep their shoes on. I've seen horror stories. I mean, with the advent of the internet, it's almost like you would think people know they're getting exposed these days because I saw one where, like, the person was sitting and they were in a window seat and the feet were, like, wedged through the seat Mm -hmm. along the wall. I know exactly what you're talking about I also saw it. Ugh. And, you know, people, they take their shoes off and they have socks. Maybe this person thought, well, I'm under the seat. No one can really see. I'm being incognito about it. Alas, the smell, the nose works where the eyes don't. And this, in fact, narked him out, the smell of his feet. And sometimes you don't know the smell of your own feet. You're used to that funk. You know, you smell it every day, this guy. So now when you're in a plane, you probably don't even smell it even more. But the people around you do. The passenger's foot can be seen squirming under Daniel's seat where a sneaker and a bag of candy are spotted. This guy kept his candy by his it's feet. It's right there. Ugh. Maybe that was just left on the plane. What airline is this? Is that a, are they sprees? What kind of candy does no, he have there? it says dairy something. Dairy? Dairy by something. Feet? <laughs> I don't know. All I can see is dairy Are we sure we're butt. smelling the feet and not the candy? <laughs> I mean, God, what the hell is dairy that? Dairy something butter maybe? I don't know. Dairy butter? That's oh, yummy. Dairy milk buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So there's just uh, like those yogurt balls? It's just like a shitty M&M. Oh, imagine that melting next to oh, feet. Oh, wait, dairy milk. Maybe. I don't know. Ugh. That's got to be that's got to be the culprit right there. I think we're exonerating this guy. His feet probably didn't even smell bad. This guy just smelled dairy butter, whatever the fuck, those dairy buttons. Gross. Is there a, a woman too? Is there are there gross a more gross snack than what are they called again? Dairy milk buttons. Dairy milk buttons. Never in my life do I fathom a time when I would go. You know what I got a hankering for? <laughs> I'm gonna stop off at Seven Eleven and scoop up some dairy milk buttons. What country is this from? That can't be American. Dairy milk buttons. I gotta find the origin of this. <laughs> What the hell? That's Cadbury? a box. Cadbury makes? Well, of Maybe. course. They make fucking chocolate eggs. What, is, what are inside those? Cream and garbage? It makes it makes it look like you're eating a yolk, a candy egg yolk, a uh, candy chicken zygote. Disgusting. Disga- I'm going to lose a lot of people with my disdain <laughs> of candy here. But, I mean, come on. Can you get on board with me at least with the fact that dairy milk buttons is a terrible idea? And you're putting them next to your feet, you savage. That didn't phase a rude passenger who still had her feet placed under the seat. Daniel goes in for a second pour, but uh, then she stopped. So, like, this person is putting her feet under there, and this guy's pouring soda on them. Yeah, and then she, like, wiggles her toes in it a little bit, too. Well, probably because she's like, did my feet get wet just now? Like, it probably took a moment. I don't know how much he poured on it. Well, there we go right there. See, that's not that much. Like she's like, what? Wait, why is it like sticking up? Like, what kind of plane is this? Can you go back? I'm trying to get an f- idea of. If you're just listening, I have no idea how this woman is manning, managing to get her feet like so far under the seat. Like, yeah, how she's is he really stretching? How is he able to see them and then pour soda on them? 
all the way through. He must be like leaning because this has to be like under him, right? Yeah. So if I'm him, I'm first I'm stepping on those feet before I'm pouring soda on them. I'm stepping on them. I'm going, oh, I'm sorry. Did I step on your feet? They seem to be under my person right now sticking out. So you would think she would get an idea of her, you know, invading my space. But to pour soda on it seems like a weird tactic. What if she's sleeping and she just pisses herself? Then you got a whole, <laughs> then you got a whole another problem. You know, I mean, that's kind of what isn't that what you used to do to kids in the sleepover? You put their finger in a hot water so they piss the bed. Which, by the way, why were we doing that? We're like, let's make Richie piss himself <laughs> so we can all just smell his piss in my <laughs> living room right now. Our poor parents. What the hell are we doing? So we can all point and laugh at him when he wakes up because he pissed himself, even though we're all sitting in his piss, basically, in the same fucking living room. Anyhow, Daniel goes in for a second pour, but uh, but then she stopped, he said. As the passenger feels the wet substance on her foot, she wiggles it around and eventually moves it from under the seat. Yeah, because you're on a plane and you're thinking like, ooh, maybe did I find like a vent here? You're thinking like, ooh, it's cold. Did I find a little vent? Or you're thinking like, is this guy... Did he just piss his seat and it's leaking on my foot right now? But she must know she's breached the other side here. As the passenger feels the wet substance, she wiggles it on her foot. Comments were turned off on this controversial video. Why is it so controversial? I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know either. But it's been liked by more than 85,000 users. She was not the only annoying passenger in the air recently. A man... Uh, recorded another passenger using a projector to watch the 2000 film The Patriot on a flight. Well, that's just good old. That's that's pretty great. This guy shouldn't be. That's how you bring people together. Yeah, that guy shouldn't be ostracized. This guy's doing a service. (laughs) We get we just talked about The Patriot a couple weeks ago where, you know, Mel Gibson's running with that flag in that case of the man getting stabbed through the head with the flagpole and uh, Sonic. I had a hankering to watch that movie after I read that story, and this guy would have really scratched that itch if I was on his plane. That's cool. Now, if he was, like, looking at hardcore porn, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably, you shouldn't do that. Probably shouldn't be looking at hardcore porn on a projector for everybody. But that's, I don't see why everyone's getting up in arms about the Patriot being broadcast on there. Yeah, it says he even had the speakers off, <clears throat> but the uh Is that why they're on. complaining? They couldn't hear the sound? No, that should be a plus for him. I, I'm yeah, down with true. this. If he was playing it out loud, I might have an issue. Sure. But I mean, if I'm into it, I'm like, hey, can we get the sound here? Yeah. This guy Free, set up a yeah. projector screen and started playing the film mid-flight, Douglas uh, something or other, captioned on the Instagram reel. I've seen it all. There was no sound from the speakers or the projector itself. However, the passenger had subtitles on the device for everyone to see. Well, that's fine. It's the Patriot. It's about the Revolutionary War. It's not like, again, it's not a porno. It's not it's not even like a Tarantino movie so that people can he's like, you know, going over certain scenes in the Tarantino movies. It's not like that was happening. Honestly, I'd be into it. One viewer of the video says, yeah, me too. Can't tell if this is terribly rude or awesome. Perhaps both somehow. It's totally awesome. So that's not even in the same ballpark. I'm more mad at the person who got upset about the Patriot being broadcast on the plane. I feel like it's required viewing, quite frankly. Today's Josh Potter show is brought to us by DoorDash and school is about to be in session again. And you're probably worrying about like, oh, I got to or I got to save up some money to buy beer every single weekend. I got to save up money to do this, to do that. Well, 
DoorDash is making it so you don't have to be concerned with anything. I mean, whether you need to get that pack of the Red Bulls in time for your 8 a.m. class or order in for your entire study group, you can do it with DoorDash. And right now, you can get the back-to-school savings you really want and get unlimited free DoorDash deliveries with the Dash Pass. It's just $4.99 a month for students. How worth it? So worth it. Study more and party more and or party more. Whether Whatever you want to do with your newfound free time, it's totally up to you. And for a limited time, you're going to get 50% off up to $10 on your next order of $15 or more when you sign up for the Dash Pass student plan. And enter code Josh Potter BTC. That's for back to college. Remember, 50% off up to $10 on your next order of $15 or more when you sign up for the Dash Pass student plan. And enter code Josh Potter BTC. Don't forget that's code Josh Potter BTC for 50% off when you sign up for the Dash Pass student plan. Subject to change, terms apply. Well, moving forward. Good luck out there in the old skies, folks. As we learned last week, they've got laws. You can't even treat it. I guess if you threw a person outside the plane, it would be like, huh? You know, does it matter where, what part of the world you're over? I'm not sure. Are the skies universal or do laws go all the way up into the air? <laughs> Justin M. sends in an article here called Woman Hit by Meteorites. Now, I think that sounds kind of cool. Getting hit by a meteorite. That's the small one, right? I mean, if you got hit by an asteroid, that's probably fucking up your house at the very least. A meteor is like the big one, and a meteorite is like the baby. So that's just like a rock hit this guy, right? What are we talking here? What does it say? I don't know. I, thought, I couldn't remember the difference. I thought like the difference between like a meteorite and an asteroid was just like one made it to Earth and one didn't. Mm. But I could be wrong. Well, a meteor is... If I'm wrong, that's like a dog and a meteorite is like a puppy. Right? Oh, I see. Okay, if it's, it's an asteroid, <clears throat> if it's larger than one meter in diameter. Okay. I say now. And so meteor is what? Uh, I think it's just still in the atmosphere. I see. A woman in France recently enjoying a coffee with her friend was struck by a small meteorite in what is considered an extremely rare event. Well, I'd say it's not like meteorites are just falling onto people every day. Hell, if an icicle hit a person, we'd be like, that's pretty rare. And there's icicles all the time. The woman was chatting with her friend outside on a terrace when she was hit in the ribs by a mysterious pebble. Now, that's interesting that she was hit in the ribs. I would think the head, the shoulders, she must have been laying down on her back or like lounging in some capacity. I heard a big poom coming from the roof next to us. In the second that followed, I felt a shock on the ribs. I thought it was an animal, a bat. The woman who has not been identified told the news outlet, we thought it was a piece of cement, the one uh, we apply to the ridge tiles, but it didn't have the same color. Meteorites, it says here, are space rocks that survive their journey through the Earth's atmosphere and hit the ground. These objects, known as meteoroids, when they are in space, range in size from dust grains to small asteroids. Meteoroids. I don't like calling them that. It sounds like something that is in your butt. <laughs> something that just makes it hard to wipe. 
Meteoroids originate from other larger bodies, primarily asteroids, but also the moon and other planets like Mars. Meteoroids can be rocky, metallic, or a combination of the two. Most meteoroids disintegrate completely as they speed through the Earth's atmospheres at tens of thousands of miles per hour. Of those that do make it to the ground in some form, typically only a small percentage of the original object survives, when meteorites are found, they tend to range between the size of a pebble to a fist. After being struck by the rock, the French woman, she said, Socle bleu. <laughs> She's a resident of the commune in Shermick, the northeast of in the northeast of the country. I don't care. She took it to a roofer for examination. The roofer told her that it was not made from cement, but that it looked like a meteorite. She then showed the mysterious object to a geologist, and uh, evidently that was that. Could you imagine taking it to a roofer and he's like, yeah, that ain't uh, that ain't nothing that I seen before. <laughs> Do you think the French ones still talk like that? <laughs> they just they still talk like an Italian in Brooklyn. The geologist told DNA uh, told DNA that the rock appeared to contain a mixture of iron and silicon and could be a meteorite. In total, all of the pieces of the meteorite that have been recovered have been a total mass of about four ounces. So there was more of these. Evidently, this is the only lady that got hit by them. When uh, it's very rare in our temperate environment to find them, says the geologist, they merge with other elements. And on the other hand, in a desert environment, we find them most easily. I'm sure. I mean, how do you know? You're just like, here's a rock. This one's from the ground. I guess you and I would know this is probably what they do for a living. Incidents of people <laughs> purportedly struck by meteorites have appeared throughout history, but there has often been a lack of evidence to back up these claims. The first confirmed case of the meteorite directly striking a person occurred in the United States almost 70 years ago, a case that involved Ann Hodges in Alabama who was struck by an eight-pound stony meteorite that crashed through a roof. The impact left her with severe bruising. I thought I was going to say severe brain damage. I <laughs> <laughs> would have been. I mean, could you imagine an eight-pound one? That's crazy. Just barreling through your roof. That's like Joe Dirt when he finds the. <laughs> he's like, and it's just a bi big pile of big old frozen chunk of poopy. frozen shit. Yeah. How does this lady know she didn't? I would. That's the first thing I'd assume. Great. Frozen shit just gave me a giant bruise. And broke my roof. They're like, no, that's a meteorite, actually. Well, that's an interesting story. The woman in France got it. I mean, I love France. I couldn't imagine. What are we looking at pictures of here? I'm just looking at the articles still. Like, I'm, I guess I'm kind of confused on how they know. Like, I know they said they took the DNA from the rock. But if right. I got hit by a rock, I would probably just be like, the who car threw a rock, a rock at me? Yeah, yeah my first would, thought's not meteor. It would probably create meteorite. such a, uh, I'd be like, who fucking threw this? I'd be yelling at the sky. <laughs> You damn kids. I'll find you. And I definitely wouldn't take it to a geologist and be like, this is a weird rock. Yeah. I would just walk around with it or like keep it at my house and like friends would come over. I'd be like, you think this rock looks weird? I don't know. It just hit me. It's kind of weird, right? And my friends would be like, yeah. And then I would just put it back down. I would never know if I got hit by a meteorite. I would never do the investigation. Mm -hmm. I would, if anything, I would just go, "This someone threw this fucking rock at me and I would just walk away and be like, I'll fucking, uh, I'd be all sad and shit. Well, T-Bone sent in this story too. It has nothing to do with flying. <laughs> what a headline, it says. I'm not going to spoil <laughs> things with the headline, but here it says, two gay men met online and started a physical relationship and discovered 
They were actually brothers live on the Jeremy Kyle show. Now, what is the Jeremy Kyle show? Is that a radio show? Because, good God, if Jeremy Kyle's still doing radio and he has a a story like this on his hands, yeah, well, he British might be the best broadcaster in the world. What? It's still radio. Uh, but this is also, uh, this is brought up because it's the 10-year anniversary of this story as well. Oh, so mm-hmm. this happened back in the day. Yeah. That's why. It's the 10th anniversary. My bad. Well, I thought it was happening right now. I'm like, good for this guy. Hell of a show you have there, Jeremy Kyle. But if it's 10 years ago, I mean, we're all still doing radio. So nothing special, Jeremy. I could have fucking found two gay brothers (laughs) (laughs) if I wanted to. A DNA test revealed the shocking truth for lovers Paul and Lee, who had been a couple for years after finding each other online. The pair who exchanged flirty messages for a full two years before hooking up. Man, oh, man. Now, just imagine the roller coaster of emotions for these two fellows. They have two full years of just sending sext messages. And after a while, they probably thought, oh, boy, this is never going to happen, but it's a fun little outlet. And I always have my little sex pen pal. And then lo and behold, two years later, you actually get to fuck. And you're like, I can't believe this is happening. What are the odds? And then the universe goes, oh, hold my beer, because guess what? You're also brothers. The reality only came to light when Lee's family and friends first met his new lover and noticed a striking similarity between Paul and his mother's former husband, Ron. To set the um, what if these like, that's kind of why I was attracted to him. You resembled Ron. To set the record straight, the men chose to appear on the Jeremy Kyle show where they requested a DNA test. Now, this seems like a stupid way to go about this for the two brothers, not for Jeremy Kyle and his show. But uh, they requested a DNA test and they hoped it would prove that they didn't share the same blood. Boy, oh boy. However, the results confirmed the suspicions that Paul and Lee were actually half brothers. It left both men speechless. Now, if they're half brothers, they could still fuck, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, if they're full brothers, they're not procreating, so technically they could still fuck if they were full brothers, too. I don't know if do. that's the loophole of incest is that, well... I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just saying, like, they could. I know, but I just... Uh, <laughs> so could you if you were like... I would be like, well, you know, uh, she's infertile, so why not? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean but they didn't, like, if know you're gonna, That's beforehand. a slippery slope to go down, is all I'm saying, if it's just the fact that they're infertile. <laughs> or you could be like, well, it's my sister's ass. Who cares if I'm jizzing in my, if I can, if you're saying that brother can jizz in his brother's ass. Why can't I jizz in my sister's ass then, Kirsten? Right? I'm not going to stop you from doing what you do or don't want to do, okay? Well, so I'm just saying, it's you got to draw a line with incest regardless of uh, well, yeah, whether or not it makes a child or not. It was surprise cest because they didn't really know. I Yeah, no, they didn't know. And I mean, I, I as far as I'm, as far as I know, with most laws, ignorance isn't a defense, sadly. But let's see what happens here once they've found out. Were they like, eh, half brothers? Who cares? <laughs> Which half? <laughs> Perfect. I'm a top, so it doesn't matter about that half. My bottom half is can be his brother. I don't care. <laughs> Speaking before he revealed the results to the pair, Kyle said, you are having a physical sexual relationship with a man that you love and want to marry. And at some point, somebody might tell you 
that he could be your half-brother. Now imagine this guy being a broadcaster. This is like, he has been waiting his whole life, Jeremy Kyle. Can we see Jeremy Kyle, what he looks like? I wonder what he's doing today after this big, this is his big get, Jeremy Kyle. It looks like it's television, not radio, yeah? Yeah, it's a tabloid show. It's a British tabloid show. That's him on the left here. I'm Jeremy Kyle. Welcome to Scandal, whatever his show is called, the Jeremy Kyle Show. Uh, so he's really amped up probably. If I'm Jeremy Kyle, I'm psyched. I'm like, let's go. This is going to be my, I'm going to win awards. I'm going to be on all the, I'm going to be on the telly everywhere. You are having a physical sexual relationship with a man you love and want to marry. And at some point, somebody might tell you that he could be your half brother. What does that do to you? Now he asked him that. What was he expecting him to reply? Like, well, it kind of makes me hard. <laughs> he didn't respond that way. Lee actually responded by saying it made me sick. It makes me basically horrible. I can't describe it. Upon hearing the devastating news that he and Paul are related, Lee sits visibly shaken by the sensational discovery. Do we have video of this? Do we get to watch them? Like reveal it? Can we see that? You are the brother. <laughs> Paul, wearing a pink polo shirt and green jacket, claps his hands. Or, oh, no, he doesn't. <laughs> I read that wrong. He did not clap his hands. He clasps his hands over his mouth. That's very different than if he were to applaud the decision. Footage from ITV show then, uh, the ITV show then shows the pair sitting in a stunned silence for about 20 seconds with an uh, even notorious motormouth Kyle left lost for words at the shock of the revelation. The brothers had never met before chatting online. Paul was taken into care when he was only 18 months old with Lee later conceived by the same mother, Inya. After finding out that the two had four children, uh, the two of her four children were now in a homosexual relationship. What are the odds that they're both gay? You know, do you know many gay brothers? I've never, I don't think I've met gay brothers before. In my life, in my whole life. I don't know. I don't know if I know of like two gay brothers. I know of gay brother and gay sister. I know by sisters, but every girl's fucking by it's, <laughs> it's like, who cares? That's not even a real thing. So here, can we watch this? Oh, my Lord. You are the brother. Your mother. Your mother. And potentially your mother. Now, she has uh, an illness. Um, I first met Paul when Lee introduced me to him as his partner. When I this saw is Paul exactly time, how I said I this guy would talk <laughs> Like my ex-husband, Ronnie, and other people have since said the same. I have been diagnosed with early Alzheimer's, so I find it difficult to remember much of the past. I know <laughs> that Lee is upset and confused about I bet the they wish they had Alzheimer's. But if it turns out that Paul is my son... I would be so happy and I would love to get to know him. Before I do this, and I've, I've done a lot of this, but probably nothing quite so emotional, you guys obviously have some things to say to each other. Because, I mean, that is life-changing. Mm. All I can say is, whatever happens, I'll be there for you. Yeah. Can you pause it for a second? I'll be there for you. You know that. They're going to be there for each other in very different ways, depending <laughs> on which. <laughs> I mean, what if one of them, you know, they get off the air, you know, forget 
Let's first let's watch them before I pose this question. No, I will always be that. As a brother, as a friend. The same here. They both have the same dumb look in their face. I'd be like, this is definitely related. You see that wink? The, uh, there was a wink? There was a wink oh, right there. This guy, watch. Uh, I think that's a twitch. I don't think that's a wink. Pause it. I don't think that's a mm-hmm. wink. That is a... That was a winky and a smirk. Uh, uh, he's starting to like go, this is my fucking brother. That's him starting to go... <laughs> Booth back me up. Does that not look more kind of like... He's not call. like... He's kind doing like a twitchy. He's getting twitchy because he's starting to realize, oh my God, I sucked my brother's penis. <laughs> That's I an I sucked my brother's penis twitch up, if I ever saw one. Then why does his lip turn up like that? Is that also? That's part of the tick. He's having a tick. He's having a reaction. <laughs> he's realizing he is going through his head right now is every know. moment his brother's penis was in his mouth. They kind of he's like, like, fuck me eyes, not fuck uh, me eyes, you know? I... Had my brothers come in my <laughs> mouth. That's what he's feeling. Like. Play it. Keep playing. <laughs> the DNA test results show that you two. <laughs> you're half brothers. <laughs> the way he said that, he's like, here I go. I'm going to win a fucking Marconi award. <laughs> you two. Leans in. Now, this is the moment they're both going like, oh, my God. And they're playing every sexual thing they've ever done with each other in their brains. Um, As their dads watch them. Paul. On the other Paul, order. reaction. I mean, I, I can't even begin to explain to people at home the odds, the, the, the possibility of that. <laughs> As I said earlier to you, my this friend, guy, sword, the man he might as well have his dick out right order. now. <laughs> he is so psyched. <laughs> You could see it in his face. He's so fucking hyped right now. And I apologize for the next question because it's ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Ask it. No, 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 no. Ask it. I I accidentally hit something. I got excited. That's okay. I know what he's going to ask. He's going to go, will you, Paul, Lee, continue to suck each other off? That's what he's going to ask. I'm going to put any money on it right now. Okay. Will you continue to boff your brother? Are you half hard with your half brother? Does this make you hard? Are family reunions going to be worse or better? There's no reunions. They li- they're <laughs> living with each other. This is your uncle brother. <laughs> Give me cool. where he sets this up. Here, I can't wait to hear the question. I mean, I, I can't even begin to explain to people at home the odds, the, the, the possibility of that. As I said earlier to you, my friend, a double-edged sword, the man that you love, the man you've had a physical relationship with is your <laughs> brother, but... But! He had to throw a but in there earlier. He threw a double-edged but. sword. And I apologize for the next question. Please ask it. Oh, please ask. What's going through your mind right now? That's the ridiculous question. Will you continue to fuck your brother? He's going to puke. One's going to puke. The other one, still thinking it's kind of hot. Excuse me. Excuse me. We've got a hallway shot like it's the old Howard Stern show. I know. I know. 
Jeremy Kyle's coming out to console, and he's like, I will not dare be off camera during this at any point. Was there any part of you that thought that that was possible? Was there any part of you during the most intimate times? So let's see what happens here after finding out this, because we know we're 10 years removed from this. They could have very well be still getting at it. They could be brusbins by now. They could be brusbins, brother husbands. Yeah, you get a lady in there, and you're just a Mormon all of a sudden, you know? Yeah, Brother husbands. Paul was taken into care when he was only, okay, that's how they find out that they're separated. If it turns out Paul is my son, which it did, blah, blah, blah. The segment, which first broadcast back in 2012, featured Kyle's 10-year anniversary show, yada, yada, yada. According to the show, both men have since moved on, but remain closer than ever as brothers. (laughs) That means they're still fucking. Closer than ever? Power to them, though. They were fucking at one point. How can they be closer than ever? Closer than fucking? From strangers to lovers to brothers. It's it's kind of beautiful in its own way. Half brothers. kind of wild. Half brothers. Half brothers. We, and every now and then, you know, get a little drunk on the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? I mean, if they, at, at some point you're like, well, we already did it. Yeah. Do they just keep going? Yeah. Is it hotter now for them? They also, could have an OnlyFans that's out of control is all I'm saying. <laughs> If they really want to get ahead of this whole thing. What a story. Holy hell. I'm glad we've dug that up from the uh, archives. And also just a really great example of a tremendously opportunistic broadcaster. Jeremy Kyle. Hats off to you. I mean, he ran out into that hallway. He was like, I will not dare have them sobbing on camera without me in the shot as well. (laughs) Asking them nonsense. Oh, my Lord. That was just a... mm. Play that for the children at Syracuse University when they're getting their broadcasting degrees. Next up from Ashley, she sends this into Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. Did I even play the news uh, theme? I don't think I did. I mean, I, it's late now. And I have to catch my breath after such a sexy story of those gay brothers. Ashley sends this in. It says, Headless in Love Hotel. Hmm. Is that uh, the story of the brothers staying on a vacation together after they find out? (laughs) Headless, did it? Because they're not doing it anymore? Anyhow, a woman and her parents have been arrested after a headless body was discovered in a hotel bathtub in Japan. The body of Hitoshi Yura was found in the red light district of Susukino, known for its so-called short-stay love hotels. In a city of Sapporo, hey, I like that beer. So, city of Sapporo on the northern island of Hokkaido in northern Japan on the 2nd of July. I'm not going to get any of these places right, for the record, as far as pronunciation goes. Uh, closed caption television shows Mr. Yura 62 checking in with a woman police believe to be the suspect. She's a 29-year-old woman. She and her father, psychiatrist Osamu Tamura, 59, have been arrested on suspicion of conspiring to behead the victim at the hotel room and moving his severed head in the middle of the night. Now, what on earth would they want with this head? Her mother, 60, is alleged to have plotted the transport of the head to their home. A hotel worker reportedly found Mr. Yura's headless corpse slumped in the bathtub after going to the room because no one had officially checked out. Well, you got to check out if you're going to leave a headless body in a room. I mean, you can't just leave that in there and just disappear. They're going to find it. 
A hotel worker, or excuse me, officers raided the suspect's home and are continuing to investigate a possible motive for the killing. They have yet to confirm whether the victim uh, and Runa Tamura known, uh, are known to each other. So they're thinking maybe this guy, I don't know, he was trying to get a little something, something. They lured him in there. Did they know each other before, or was it just one of these hooker things? Local media reports say Mr. Yura arrived at the hotel with a woman wearing light-colored clothing and a wide-brimmed hat. She left alone three hours later wearing black. Well, that's because she was she saw a dead body. So it's like a cartoon. She has to put on black, go to the funeral. None of the victim's belongings were found in the hotel room, and the bed was unused. An autopsy of the man's body revealed he was likely beheaded with a cutting tool after his death the website reported so it doesn't say how he died though all very mysterious but if you're going to go to a, a love hotel i'd imagine they find dead bodies all the time in there this one was just missing its head so they were like oh good golly it's funny how they wanted the head so bad that they just left the body behind they're like we'll let the cleaning crew deal with this leave them a tip you know <laughs> when they left the hotel they didn't even check out i've left behind some messy hotel rooms before but i've never left a dead body in there. I mean, not yet, at the very least. Not yet. Down the road, who knows? You know, I won't leave a dead body. It'll be mine. <laughs> God willing, right? I remember I said that. I was like, I want to die in a hotel. I'm on the opposite of Marty. It is Ask Marty time. Yeah, yeah. What's your greatest fear? Not dying in a hotel room by myself. That's what I'll say. This man was hit with, uh, or this man hit his mother with a shovel. This was sent in by Meatball. Now, Meatball, for those who don't know out there, one of the best roaches of all time. I mean, this guy's on my Patreon. This guy's on my Twitch stream. The Patreon, by the way, if you want to join it, patreon.com slash the Josh Potter Show. Twitch, if you want to follow along there, twitch.tv slash Josh underscore Potter. He sends in his very first story, and I think it comes to us from uh, around where he hails from. I'm not sure. This is a heart cell man was arrested after court reports say he hit his elderly mother with a shovel and dragged her behind a riding lawnmower that he had her tied to. Wow. Seems like overkill for an elderly woman, you know. Philip Glenn Brennan, 29, was charged with second-degree elder abuse and third degree domestic violence so she didn't even die oh my lord this lady's built like a tank he smacked her in the head with a shovel and then dragged her behind a tractor i guess those tractors though the riding lawnmowers how fast do they really go Depends and you can even you put it on like rabbit speed and how fast are you really going to the point where you can drag someone i mean if this lady was uh heavy enough she could have very well just had the mower just like Stop, you know what I mean? Like, it wouldn't have been able to pull her. It doesn't go as fast. This one can get up to 150. Well, that's a fucking crazy <laughs> one. I'm sure that uh, old Philip Brennan here didn't have one of those crazy ones. He probably just had your run-of-the-mill John Deere. Every now and then, by the way, Instagram shows me a reel of, like, college-age dudes identifying tractors. And I don't know how that got in. <laughs> I don't know how that got into my algorithm. It's like, what's your favorite tractor? And they tell their favorite model, and they show it. Okay, so it's not just them going. That's tractor. That's tractor. No, no, no. That's they go like, my favorite's the TC four thousand, or like one of the. You know what I mean? The models. Mm -hmm. They know the models. Oh, I gotta go with the e EC twenty. I don't. I don't. I couldn't possibly name one for real, but it's like, uh, and then it shows them on the thing. Somehow I got it uh, enraptured in tractor TikTok. 
at some point. The MCSO said deputies responded to a home in Tapscott Road in Hartzell after a resident used a home alarm system to contact 911. An affidavit. Wow. So the fucking I hope that's the mother that did that. And if it was another very advanced elderly person as far as technology i don't know how to do that if i was i've never had an alarm system in any of my homes we haven't needed it there hasn't been any reason to have an alarm system in anywhere that i've lived uh no one wants anything inside and so i don't know how they work i wouldn't even know how to call 911 on one of those things when deputies arrived, they said they found a woman with physical, visible marks on her, as well as grass stains on her clothes and leaves in her hair. <laughs> what a sight. A court record says that there were abrasions and bruising on her right ankle. According to the affidavit, Brennan told authorities that he had gotten mad at uh, his mother and there, uh, and there the keys along the wood line in the field. What does that say? I don't understand Maybe this at all. Maybe threw the keys? Maybe it's written wrong? Maybe it's just written poorly. Yeah, it's not me reading it poorly. It's written yeah. very awfully. Uh, and threw the keys along the wood line in the field. Brennan advised that he tried to get her back to the house and had grabbed her by the ankles and attempted to drag her back to the residence. Oh, so he must have bashed her with the shovel and then was like, well, I'm too weak to carry my mom here with my <laughs> by dragging her by the ankle. So he tied her to the tractor to try to get her back to the house. Gotcha. So the tractor was actually like a service. It's like an ambulance. He was like, gotcha. what did I do? Mama. After he bashed her in the head of the shovel. And then he couldn't like take her back all the way to the house. So he's like, I got to tie her to the tractor. So maybe he won't get elder abuse on that one. <laughs> Uh, Brennan is reported as telling the deputies he didn't like her bothering him while he was trying to clean up around the place. Well, hell, who would like that? I'm just trying to clean up around the place and she's all bothering me. So I took a shovel to her head. That'll shut her up. Well, bang. I wonder what I want to wish I could see the shovel if it was a metal one or if it was one of a plastic one, maybe for the snow. Because a plastic one, you go, That's this is like professional wrestling. It's not going to really do anything. <laughs> Brennan is reported to tell, okay, yes. His mother, who is not named, is said to have refused <laughs> any further medical treatment out on the scene. Oh, isn't that just like an, a, a naggy mother to refuse medical? I'm okay. Ma'am, you have leaves in your hair. <laughs> Let us tend to you. For Christ's sake, you were dragged by a tractor. Can we look at you a little bit? No, don't bother with me. <laughs> Philip Snap, she said, explaining in the report that he told her that he was going to get the chainsaw and harm her. Well, that would have done a little more damage. <laughs> That's when the mother said Brennan came back around the house with a flat-handed shovel. I don't know why I shit at someone <laughs> with a shovel. It just tickles me. It's such a fucking, oh, that's such a weapon, a shovel. Especially if it's a metal one, you just go, dong. <laughs> Shovels just look funny. It's just such a hilarious weapon. I'm glad he didn't get the chainsaw. He hit her on top of the head with it and then hit her on the right side of the face with it. He's like, Doosh. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish there was like some person out there that would like you could give them some sum of money and they'll let you do that to them. Like you ever go to a metal concert? I went to Ozfest one time back in Ought four and uh, there was a guy who let you, you pay a certain amount of money. I don't remember how much it was, five, ten bucks, I don't know. 
and you can kick a soccer ball right into his face. And he just left, and you know, obviously, if you missed, you missed, you know. But boy, oh boy, I'd love a real shovel booth at a metal concert. That'd be fun. <laughs> Golly, it just makes such a fun sound. As the after David uh, continued there, it reports that Brennan then took the red push mower in the yard and was trying to run over her feet with it. So this guy's got multiple mowers. He's taking the red push mower. Is that the one with the, you think it's like a one where you go like ringing ring, 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 and then it's got the spinny thing or was it one like. <laughs> it's not the old cartoon one. Yeah, like Dennis the Menace where it's like. <laughs> this right here. Yeah, like the one with the little blade in the center and he's just like, I'm going to get your mom. Yeah, that's even a better one yeah. than I was thinking of. Just like the old timey push mower and she's like it's not doing anything and he's like I'm gonna run over your feet (laughs) (laughs) you're not you're not gonna have no feet when I get done with you with this didn't work he's not the smartest the mother is said to have told deputies that she was able to make it back to the house and lock Brennan out but that he was able to crawl in through a window. Oh, boy. So he crawled in. She stated in the court record that she took a chance to run to the neighbors, but he ran her down and attempted to wrap a blue and white rope around her legs. She advised at this point that Brennan wrapped the rope around the yellow lawn, the yellow lawnmower and pulled her across the yard about 50 to 75 feet. That's not that. I'm going to tie you to the mower, Mom. And he dragged her around really slowly to the point where she's just like, I got a branch in my hair. The mother told, I mean, if this old lady just walked away with bruises, that thing's not moving very fast. You know what I mean? It's just pulling her around. I can't believe it didn't like stop the mower. Like, you know, at a certain point, a certain amount of weight would make it so that mower wouldn't move. She must've been a frail little lady. The mother told deputies, according to the affidavit, that despite Brennan having taken her cell phone away, that she was able to push the ADT key fob to call for help before he took the keychain and threw it into the field. That's wild. So again, she knew the ADT key thing. I wouldn't even know that existed. What a smart cookie. So apparently that blow to the head didn't make her even, (laughs) she still thought to push the ADT fob thing. She described to the deputies, uh, that Brennan had told her he was going to take her entire to the bed and that she was trying to, this could have got weird all of a sudden. And then, uh, she was trying, we had enough incest today, (laughs) I think. So let's hope it doesn't go there. She was trying to yell for help from neighbors and even the mailman as she sat on the ground. That's when Brennan put his hands over his, uh, over his mouth and was smothering oh, over her mouth. This is a terribly written article for the record. Uh, that's when Brennan put his hands over her mouth and was smothering her so she wouldn't be heard. The affidavit details that the mother told authorities these issues have gotten worse and Brennan be- has become more violent than usual. Than usual? What was he doing before? He used to never tie me to the mower. <laughs> He used to only run over my feet. After my feet would get run over, he'd just go back inside. Brennan is transported to and booked at the Morgan County Jail. His bond is set to $20,000. My, oh, my. Maybe Brennan should move out of the house. 
Yeah, how about you uh, get your own place there, pal, if your mom's you bothering go? you while you're cleaning up around, you know? She could just hire a landscaper. I moved One across the country the so I wouldn't hit my mom with a shovel. <laughs> 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 I mean, some of us, we just that's what you got to do. What do we have next here? Oh, boy, the stack. Digging through it. Next up, oh, T-Bone comes in with a real doozy here. This one is mixing up all kinds of things that we just experienced, you know? This is another United Kingdom. The United Kingdom has provided us <laughs> with such glorious tales of all sorts of things. And I, I've gotten some UK roaches out there who have been very tickled by the fact that we recover some British stories and every now and then we get our we put our British voices on and we deliver the new I can't do it I'm sorry police in the United King Kingdom arrested a teenage girl whose mother said she has autism after the child now they're arresting a child this is what happened to England England sound like Germany <laughs> over here they arrested this child after she made remarks that one of the officers resembled a lesbian we have video do we not? Um, I don't know if we have the video of it. We have a couple pictures, though. Evidently, there's video somewhere in the world. Let me see if I can find it. We'll see it. if we can find it. She's getting arrested. A, well, a, she, a West Yorkshire police officer told the child's mother, she's autistic, the mother replied. I don't care, said the officer. Oof. Autism and the autism spectrum disorder can cause misunderstanding from have idea, but we know what autism is, don't you? You and I, we have it in some capacity. When the autistic girl proceeded to hit herself in the head, the mother pleaded with the police to maintain their distance. She's in her cupboard. She can't go anywhere. I'd imagine that's just like in her own head, a euphemism. The mother saying for her being in her own head, uh, explaining that her child was being triggered into a mental health crisis by direct contact. She explained that the child's Nana is a lesbian and married to a woman. Well, isn't that cool that her Nana is a lesbian? Is it Nana or a Nana? Now, here's the thing. I, my mother is a Nana or a Nana. Which one is it? I think it's, I think it depends on who you are. Right? You say Nana? Yeah. Nana, if you're Italian, it's Nana. See, I think I called my mom Nana, and my sister corrected me, and she's like, it's Nana. And I was like, that sounds so buffalo, Nana, the flat A. And she goes, Nana is the dog from Peter Pan. Nana is a grandma. I'm like, okay, whatever. But I got, so every time I say it, I feel like I'm saying it wrong. Regardless, that's an issue I have with my sister. Go away, the mom said. She's not homophobic. Go away. So evidently they were accusing her of being homophobic for calling the officer a lesbian, which is so weird because even if like that, like what a weird way to be homophobic by being like, oh, you're a lesbian. I feel like that makes the officer more homophobic for being like, you're getting arrested right. for calling and, me that. And also, like, uh, exactly, <laughs> it makes her seem crazy for that. And also, it's like, you are, you're like, I don't care that she has autism. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> yeah. which part are we doing here? Like, I don't understand. Is And this is like a law in, like, homophobia is a law in the UK. <laughs> Like where it's like if you are being homophobic, they can arrest you and deem something homophobic. That's kind of crazy. I mean, I know it's a hate crime if it's like in a court of law or something. There are things like that. But if there's like there's something here about 
being arrested for homophobia. It's crazy. I wonder what they like the rules yeah. are of that. Can we look up the law? There's something wrong with you, the mom told the officer. West, West Yorkshire police had brought the girl home after a relative of the girl contacted them that she was intoxicated at a nearby shopping hub, authorities said. Upon returning to her to the address. So, I mean, how old is this girl where they're calling her a child, but she's also intoxicated? So that's all very hinky there. Upon returning her to the address, comments were made, which resulted in the girl being arrested on suspicion of homophobic public order offense. That's what they call it. The nature of the comments made was fully captured on body worn video, police said. We don't have this video, eh? The complaint regarding the incident was referred to their professional standards department. Police said the girl was released after being interviewed pending further guidance from the local prosecution office. West Yorkshire police takes its responsibilities around the welfare of young people taken into custody and around the neurodiversity very seriously. West Yorkshire police assistant chief constable Oz Khan said, we also maintain that our officers and staff should not have to face abuse while working to keep our community safe. We are fully reviewing the circumstances of this incident and ask that people avoid reaching any conclusions about it solely on the basis of social media video. The mother had a different take on the matter. This is what police do when dealing with autistic children, her mother said. My daughter said the police officer looked like her nana who is a lesbian. The officer obviously took it the wrong way and said it was a homophobic content. Uh, comment it wasn't the officer then entered my home and assaulted me my daughter was having panic attacks from being touched by them and they still continue to manhandle her is this the video i can't find the video i can just find this woman they must have haircut. gotten the video you and look like, like a lesbian that's what they said that's what she said you're a lesbian something like, like that and she was you're a homophobe do you think she is a lesbian is that why she took uh a... i mean I, I think she maybe has a haircut she's not too happy with and then took it out on this girl who brought it up could it have been like a, a moment of like she felt like she was being thrust out of the closet maybe she hasn't come to terms or been publicly uh publicly let her co-workers and family and friends know that she's a lesbian yet and she probably was triggered by that perhaps and she goes can you believe it She's talking to her partner afterwards. Can you believe she called me a lesbian? Me. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I love dicks. <laughs> nom, 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 nom. <sighs> Give me all she the dicks. Looks, I love them. so mad in that one still. Right? I wonder if we could... I wish we could hear the know, video, but, uh, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. I don't need to hear an autistic uh, girl call a woman a lesbian. You know, I think I can picture it in my head pretty good. <laughs> Idiot woman. <laughs> Next up, we have a story from Lucas. He sent this bad boy into Josh Potter show at gmail.com. And uh, this one, another sex story, but involving animals and not the way that we typically have on this show. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank God. No, this doesn't involve a human having sex with an animal. This is just animal on animal action. A Florida aquarium is attributing the April death of a popular manatee to high intensity sex with his brother. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Can it just be regular? Why is that more incest even in the manatee world? <laughs> Hugh, a manatee at the 
Mote Marine Laboratory and Aquarium in Sarasota, died in April at the age of 38. The staff noted he became exhibiting a change in behavior on the 29th. The staff began monitoring closely. He then became unresponsive and ultimately was determined to have died. Earlier this week, the necropsy report okay, of Hughes' last date revealed that he died from a 4.5 centimeter rip in his colon caused by a sexual encounter with another male manatee, Buffett, who was also his brother. Why do they have to throw that in? We, we don't need to know that. It's not important to the story because they're manatee. We don't need to know that they were related. We don't even even we don't even really need to know why it died. I mean, why it's a story. We could just say Hugh, the manatee you loved at the aquarium, he's dead. Sorry. RIP. We'll have a little service for him. We don't need to know he had sex to die, and we certainly don't need to know he was fucked to death by his brother. I mean, fucking come on, news. <laughs> A fecal sample collected from Hugh after the encounter confirmed the presence of fresh blood, and the officials noted that the manatees engaged in sexual behavior continuing throughout the day. Then around 5.15 p.m., Buffett was seen penetrating Hugh. When he swam away, witnesses noticed Hugh was at the bottom of the pool and unresponsive. Oh, my God. You fucked your brother to death, Buffett! I mean, get this manatee out of the aquarium. He's a menace. If you think about it, it's a good thing those guys went on Jeremy Kyle. This could have been their fate. (laughs) I mean, it could still be. It could still be. Where was Jeremy Kyle for these manatees? Jeremy Kyle (laughs) needed to get into this aquarium before. If if only Jeremy Kyle got down to that aquarium, we could have prevented this. Because if he would have told Hugh and Buffett that they were brothers, they might not have fucked to death. But here we are. In a Facebook statement posted Tuesday, please tell me the aquarium told all its patrons (laughs) what happened. The aquarium addressed Hugh's death, saying that the manatees engaged in natural yet increased mating behavior. It's there's is it natural for two brothers to fuck in the manatee culture? Is that natural? I mean, it's fine. Don't get me wrong, but natural isn't that's not natural mating behavior. They're not doing anything. As you pointed out earlier, no mating is going to be happening, right? Amongst yeah, brothers. I mean, I, no. You still there? <laughs> sorry, I, sorry, I was just trying to figure out if manatees are normally incest or not. And a lot of things came up. Well, animals, I don't know if animals care necessarily yeah. which makes me wonder why we do so <laughs> <laughs> oh Ooh, no i can't say that i don't uh. even oh i don't even know i couldn't even say with a straight face can't uh, abide such idiocy any longer although the aquarium aquarium said uh, the april incident with buffett and hugh was the first time such heightened mating behavior was witnessed between these two manatees it said that in previous years the two annually exhibited approximately two months of seasonal behavioral changes, including but not limited to an increase in sexual behavior. Imagine that's your job. I got to make sh- I got to monitor these manatees fucking up <laughs> oh, Hugh and Buffett doing their yearly fuck session. The aquarium said that Hugh and Buffett were both observed initiating and mutually seeking interactions from each other. I like how they really make sure that you're like, Hugh was cool with it, though. Don't worry. All right. He wanted Buffett to fuck him like that. (laughs) It was consensual amongst the Manatee brothers. 
There were no obvious signs of discomfort or distress, such as listing, crunching, or active avoidance. Did you ask the manatee if he was distressed? A manatee can't say no because he can't speak. You ever think of that, aquarium? <laughs> the Post also said the aquarium's animal care staff used positive reinforcement tools such as high-value rewards and enrichment that had previously been successful. To what? Get them to, to not fuck each other? I hope. Although the aquarium called itself a gold standard for animal health and well-being in the Post, it also vowed to redouble our efforts to ensure our animal care operations meet or exceed existing and evolving policies, recommendations, and guidelines of the AZA, the MRP, Animal Welfare Act, USFWS, and USDA. Which organization says don't let Manatee Brothers fuck each other? Is there one out there? Because I'm going to start one. I'm going to go, no more Manatee incest in our word. Apparently mongooses are really incest too. Good to know. <laughs> Keep your eyes peeled, folks, for some mongoose stories down the road. I, I can't believe how many gay brothers we had on the show today. If you're a gay brother, let us know. If there's any other gay brothers out there and you want to come on to the Josh Potter show, <laughs> and so I can get put on a British accent and talk like Jeremy Kyle and say, you all have brothers. I think you can get DNA test. Brother. I'm done talking like Scar now. <laughs> brother. Have sex with me. <laughs> Could you imagine if Scar and Mufasa were... No one knows really what wow. happened at the top of that mountain. That's just what Lion King lore. Simba's whole path. Yeah. I mean, what if that's the real story is Scar and Mufasa, they were getting a little too aggressive <laughs> up on that mountain. Scar fucked Mufasa to death and then chucked his bodies into the yaks. <laughs> it sounds like something Walt would write. That was the first draft. <laughs> then they go, why don't we get rid of the... Why don't we just have murder Mufasa instead of fuck him, then murder him? If there's going to be incest, we got to bring manatees into this. We should probably make it so Mufasa doesn't get fuck murdered. How about just murdered? All right. That sounds good, Walt. To, go with that. Better to fuck murder than the murder fuck. <laughs> That's true, I guess. <laughs> I suppose. That's a real... I mean, we can deal with that topic another day. Josh Potter Show at gmail.com is where you can send in your brother fucking stories. <laughs> or you can send in a regular story of any sort. Or you can send in an instrumental the way Griff Parker did. Again, Josh Potter Show at gmail.com. Aside from that, go over to the Instagram at Josh underscore Potter or Twitter at J underscore Potter. Plenty of dates going to be added down the road. We just added one. September 23rd, Portland, Oregon coming there. I added a Seattle date too. that happening October 29th. Betwixt the two, you have Skank Fest September 29th through October 1st. Potsdam, PA over at Soul Joel's October 20th and 21st. Then, of course, coming up in December, La Jolla Comedy Store and Side Splitters in Tampa. So make sure you're going over to check out if I'm coming near you and you can buy some tickets. Other than that, patreon.com slash the Josh Potter show, twitch.tv slash Josh underscore Potter. If you want more of me in any capacity, go get those things there. Otherwise, we will see you next Wednesday right here on the Josh Potter show. Thank you, Kirsten. Thank you, Alex. Thank you, Milo. Have a good rest of your week and we will see you next time. Ha, 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 ha.